Hey everybody, welcome to This Xbox Life, episode number 514, titled Inside Anthem. My name is Rob, I'm your host for today. Uh, I'm also known as Presar on Xbox Live. Welcome to the show, so glad that you're joining me for yet another episode. Uh, this is the show about the Xbox, uh, gaming, anything else that we want to talk about on the show, but usually gaming related, of course. And... Um, just want to mention a couple quick things here before we get rolling. That's uh, listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube on Sundays, approximately 10 p.m. Central. Uh, we will be changing. I know I've been talking about this for a while, but we will be changing the recording time up a little earlier and then possibly into another day in the week. Uh, but that is, uh, we don't have a firm date on that. But uh, the move earlier is going to happen sooner rather than later. And then the move to another day is still to be determined. And then, as usual, we are not affiliated with the Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans of the Xbox, and the views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. All right. So, running over into what I've been playing over the past week. So, the number one thing is I've been playing Chiberia. It's a, it's a real life game. Uh, it's not virtual, but uh, we had a pretty bad cold spell here in Chicago over the past week, where we hit the minus twenties. That's not wind chill. That's the regular temperature. It stunk. I mean, what can I say? We we don't hit that low very often. We're in like every year. We usually go let's say minus five, minus ten tops or so. But uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty nasty, actually. Everything in my garage froze, I found out. So I need to figure out what I'm going to do about insulation later on in the year <laughs> to not have that happen again. But yeah, inside my garage, it was um, 16 degrees when I measured it the one day. And that's when it was starting to warm up a little bit. But uh, And it's an attached garage. So the inside of the house was pretty darn good. But uh yeah, it was uh, quite an experience. The media hyped it up a lot. It wasn't too bad, but, you know, at Chicago, we're used to the weather, sort of. And uh, thankfully, it was only for one day. And then, what, like three days later, the temperature went up like 60 or more degrees. Because, like, today was in the mid-40s, and this was Sunday. So, that was an interesting experience, and then this weekend, the Anthem demo came back out, actually. So the VIP demo was last week. And then this week was the regular demo for everybody. And uh, hi there to Bumble, uh, Bumble Woot and uh, Lethal Migraine. I'm having a little trouble reading my screen here. It's uh, got this bright light behind me or behind the screen here. Yeah, Lethal Migraine says it's minus 33. I am uh, actual temp Tuesday and Wednesday. Wow. That's, I'm just glad we don't have that very often. Definitely, definitely. And like I, like I just said, minus 33, then probably like 60, 70 degree swing over, over a couple of days. But anyway, with Anthem, we had the VIP demo last week, which I had lots of trouble with. So much trouble. I, I couldn't get it working. 
at least to get into the game. It kept pausing. And then Don had mentioned basically just restart the whole game, continue where you left off and it lets you in. Well, thankfully they got that solved. It wasn't an issue for the demo this weekend. So got some Anthem gaming in. And I also want to say, so last week I had mentioned that the walking through the like the home base seemed like you're gliding and i think they fixed it a little bit they did something i I kept looking to see if it still felt the same and it didn't it felt a little more natural not a hundred percent it probably would have been a lot better if if it was like a third person view and it, it just would have been more believable or more realistic not as bothersome but the game itself was pretty interesting. The storyline was eh, kind of cool. They throw a little bit of humor into there. You're uh, you're fetching some stuff for this guy Matthias. This thing, this uh, manifold kind of splits them into three people, and then you got like the analytic. You got the angry, emotional guy, and then you got like the nice guy. And it was that was kind of interesting, and it. Uh, I sort of wish it was a little bit longer, but I guess that's what we've got the full game for. But uh, the flying was pretty cool. It was a little annoying, just seemed to overheat a lot. But I guess that's part of the game because otherwise people just fly around all the time. But uh, it's cool that you can go into water. The, you know, sometimes with the shootouts, I don't know if it's just the graphics or just me or just the lighting in the room where I was playing, but it it seemed like very busy and was sometimes hard to see what was what you could see that you're shooting at something. You can, you know, there's a target down there, but you really can't see it and you're relying on stuff to just line up. But, uh, you know, I'm sure that's something that kind of goes away once you get used to it. But, uh, the graphics are, are pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing what the full game is like. So what we've got, I think the 22nd is when it comes out, if I remember correctly. So it's the week after Crackdown. So Friday, the 22nd. Oh, wow. That's um, that's the third Friday. So we've got one, two, less than three full weeks before it releases. So looking forward to that one. And then uh, uh, Lethal Migraine says... uh, I will use my EA access time. Hopefully the actual game is decent because so far it's a hard pass. Wow. Yeah. We'll see if the game actually has substance and there's some uh, joking around going on in the forums. And I don't remember if it was the horrible gamers or if it was the TXL, the forums on uh, Facebook, but we're basically saying, yeah, just wait a you know a couple weeks. It'll be half price. And then I don't know. Hopefully it won't go down to Assassin's Creed Unity levels where it's on CD keys in a couple months for like $1.25. But uh, we shall see. We'll, we'll see how it, how it goes. Uh, then I've also played uh, my usual my usual jam, some Fortnite Save the World. Uh, the Battle Pass is uh, winding up. The season's winding up. And then also the Frost Knight event is starting to wind up. You made some couple changes here with the release of version 7.3 and uh looking forward to seeing what the next season is all about oh 
And then there's the um, the calendar. What is it? I forgot what it's called. The the Chinese lunar calendar, I believe. So it's year of the pig coming up here. So there's an event coming up for that. And then uh, been playing some Clash Royale as usual. Got to talk about my favorite game. And they had this crazy tournament where it was uh, basically a touchdown tournament where it's kind of like football where you're looking to have your guy run across the field and make it to the opposite end and uh, not get blown up or devi- you know distracted and all that good stuff. And it was an easy eight gold chests. It was a, a draft game, touchdown, but it was pretty cool that uh, you could just keep playing at it until you got your victory. If you persisted, eight chests, and then two... 2019 gold is what you got. And then I also started up a new on a new game. This is a mobile game called Star Trek Fleet Commander. It's been out for a while. I haven't tried it up until recently. And uh it's it's pretty fun. They created a uh Justice Clan. I don't know, it's not a clan, I forgot what they're called. But uh JCJC is our little tag, and then Justice Clan is the name. So if you're interested in trying it out, you can join the group so we've got justice clan on clash royale on brawl stars <laughs> and on fleet commander or star trek fleet commander but uh yeah that's really about it i wanted to get some time in with Wargroove because that just came out but uh, it wasn't in the cards with everything that was going on and uh, i'm looking forward to probably giving it a shot maybe tomorrow or tuesday if i have some time so that was the game that was very much like Advance Wars back in the Nintendo. So we'll see if it's good or if it disappoints. I don't know. I don't know. But I have high hopes. But I've had high hopes for other games as well, like Below. And those didn't really pan out for me. Alrighty. Anyway, um, real quick, uh, if you'd like to support the show, one great way to do it is on Patreon. You can find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. And, you know, it's not required, but definitely if you, you know, get benefits out of the show, you want to say thanks for everything that we've done over the years, you know, you can support us with as little as like $1 a month. You know, whatever you'd like to contribute that helps defray our server costs and all that other good stuff and equipment and all that fun stuff. Also, you can leave us a tip at thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate, and then subscribe to the channel on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. And I did verify it is working on YouTube. Yay. Finally, after all this time, we got YouTube going. Now I just need to remember that once I, uh, once the show finishes, I need to actually make that recording public. <laughs> I forgot to do that last week. But uh, anyway... On to the topics for the show. Got a couple of things. Uh, first off, I thought this one was pretty darn interesting. And that's, uh, there's going to be some changes, uh, supposedly, to Xbox Live. And what does that mean? Well, it looks like Xbox Live, according to some stuff that was seen on the schedule at the Game Developer cons- uh, Conference, that's coming up here soon in the next couple of weeks. Microsoft has a session 
uh, titled, where was it? Um, it was called Xbox Live, Growing and Engaging Your Gaming Community Across iOS, Android, Switch, Xbox, and PC. So that's really interesting. It's going to be um, presented by the Xbox Principal Program Manager, Jeffrey she and Xbox software engineer Ramsey Cotter. I said that right. So that's kind of interesting. So what exactly does that mean? We already have a little bit of support, um, you know, on, on Windows and so Windows PC and Xbox where there's a little bit of cross, not cross play, but you know, you can, if like the words that, um, uh, there's a solitaire game, for example, and a couple other things where if you play them on your PC, you can get achievements and such. Well, it looks like they're going to spread that to other systems, except one. I left one out of that list, apparently. Well, I didn't leave it out. They did. So we're looking at Xbox One, PC, Android. So that's phones, tablets, iOS, phones, tablets, and Nintendo Switch, which is pretty darn cool. So maybe one day it'll go to PS4. Mm. <laughs> a fat chance probably but uh you know that's that's pretty cool so as we play across all the different um systems because i mean i've got a switch I've got windows android i don't have a ps4 unfortunately but uh you know as we play across the different systems you can get gamer score. You can, you know, get all the benefits of Xbox live. So that's pretty cool. And we'll have to see what they have announced for us, uh, or actually not for us, for the game developers and we'll benefit from it. So that's uh, coming up at the GDC game developers conference. All right. Uh, moving on along. I uh, just wanted to make a quick announcement if you haven't heard, and I'm sure a lot of folks already have, there's going to be a brand new Inside Xbox on Tuesday. That's the 5th of February, I believe. Yeah, on Tuesday. And it's going to be, you know, just like how they had the Inside Xbox, you know, prior to Forza Horizon 4 and Sea of Thieves. This one is coming out just prior to the release of Crackdown 3. Because Crackdown 3 is coming out, what, in two weeks? Not this Friday, but I believe it's next Friday because I thought it's coming out on the 15th. So it's coming up real soon. So, you know, they want to get the hype machine going and it's pretty cool. You know, it gives us a bunch of information, a bunch of cool info, um, you know, in preparation for the release. You know, it gets everybody excited. And the last X Inside Xbox, I think, was the X018. And I thought that one was phenomenal. I hope that they keep up a similar kind of format. You know, I know that they're not going to be at the show at any kind of show, but you know, I really hope that they keep up that like really great polished look. The first couple were kind of hokey. You know, I didn't really care for that. You know, Hey, let's look at everybody's posts on Twitter. And you know, that to me, that was like them killing time, but hopefully we'll have a good uh, show and you know, it'll get everybody excited about this new game that's coming out. Now, Crackdown 3. There's a bunch of interesting... There's an interesting situation with Crackdown 3. 
So this game was planned for a long, long time. We saw it at, what, E3, maybe the Xbox reveal. I I don't even remember. It was so long ago, right, where they had, you know, we're going to capture the power of the cloud and we're going to have all this compute power. All this compute power, it's going to be like a dynamic world. You can blow up everything. And the game got delayed, 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 pushed back. We were joking with Wing about, you know, hey, is the game ever going to come out? Is it canceled? Is it canceled? And the thing is, we joked about that for like a couple of years almost, just because this game was just MIA. Was it vaporware? What was going on? So eventually they said, hey, this game is coming out. It's coming out in February. And you know what? It's February. It's coming out in two weeks. Actually, what? Less than two weeks. And there's some stuff that's missing. There's some stuff that's definitely missing. There's supposed to be, I think, a demo, right? There's not a whole lot of gameplay that's out. We're two weeks out, and the game, at least for me, is still shrouded in a lot of mystery. And apparently, there's an uh, there's a guy over at Forbes that has uh, quite an interesting view on the game. So uh, there's a article titled with under two weeks to release Xbox's crackdown three still looks abysmal. Wow. So I'm going to read a couple of uh, paragraphs from this just because I thought it was kind of interesting. And uh, he goes, um, he goes, I'm not exaggerating when I say that I have not seen a single second of Crackdown 3 footage in the last few years that has looked good. And recent videos are somehow looking even worse as more about the game is revealed. The latest bit of eye-poppingly bad gameplay on display is from Crackdown 3's multiplayer mode, the one which contains all of the cloud-based destruction, which was supposed to be a staple of the entire game, but was then relegated to multiplayer. And that in turn has turned the mode into something truly bizarre. I don't even know how to describe what I'm seeing in an IGN demo video. Apparently the cloud destruction is so taxing that every map has to be just a series of geometric shapes rather than anything resembling the city of the open world mode. And the result is something that looks like a VR game gone wrong at best or a barely scraped together tech demo at worst. Even the destruction itself is underwhelming and weird and not even on par with that which we see in Battlefield games or in ancient titles like Red Faction, from what I can tell. And this is a game that comes out in less than two weeks, February 15th. Oh, February 15th. I think I mess. wait, let's see here. No, that's right. Less than two weeks because the 22nd was Anthem. So if I said three weeks, I meant two weeks, but I think I got that. Okay. Anyway, well, I know that Microsoft and Xbox are working to get back on track to be a brand that produces must-have exclusives like Sony and Nintendo. This seems like it's going to be a pretty significant moment for the Dark Ages. 
a game that languished in development for years and then was ultimately released to be, I don't even know. From what I've been, from what I've seen, I am having significant trouble even giving the benefit of the doubt as I cannot imagine how a good game could possibly emerge from this footage. Then he goes on to say, the good news about Crackdown 3 is that it will be part of the Xbox Game Pass, meaning that it's free for everyone who has that. This means that you can essentially try it out for free without having to shell out $60 for a copy. I can't imagine risking $60 based on what's been shown here for not only years of early development, but how, but now here in the literal launch month. The only good thing that I've seen that's even adjacent to this game is the involvement of Terry Crews, which I imagine will not be enough to save it. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting, but I think that, uh, you know, that sentiment is shared by a bunch of people and we'll see, uh, an interesting take, uh, soon on that. But, you know, he brings up some good points. It's just, you know, I think with the way that game demos work and, and so forth, and at least with marketing and PR, a lot of companies are like, hey, check our game out. Hey, look how great this is. Hey, look at all this cool stuff. And are they hiding something? Is this going to be a game that gets released just because the studio's like, we've been working on this forever. We just got to get this out. We can't continue with this. We just got to get it out the door. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see in two weeks. And I bet a lot of folks are probably, if you don't have Game Pass, you don't get immediate access to it. I bet a lot of folks are just going to hold off. They're going to see what's, you know, what the ratings are, what the reviews are on the game. And we'll, we'll see. We shall see. So it's coming out uh, in less than two weeks. Then uh, a little more on Crackdown 3. And I thought this was kind of interesting because, you know, they've been talking about the whole, you know, power of the cloud to make all the effects possible, which I really don't understand. It's like, why, why can't they make explosions be done on the console itself? Why do you have to go to the cloud? But I'm sure there's reasons. And, um, there was a interesting article that I read about, some of the background info on this whole cloud development. And there, let's see, Microsoft Studios creative director, Joe Staten, uh, basically talked about the whole live experience, not live experience, sorry, the whole cloud experience. And he said that the game with the cloud power runs basically with the power of 12 Xbox Ones. So that's kind of interesting. So what he said is, what we're doing in Wrecking Zone is we're running Havoc in Azure, or Azure, depending on who you are and how you say it. Uh, We're spinning up the equivalent of 12 Xbox Ones, that level of cloud compute, to do this lockstep full destruction. What this means 
is that if you're on a day one Xbox One from four years ago or a brand new Xbox One X, that experience of destruction will be the same on all platforms. An Xbox One X will be rendering it in 4K and an Xbox One will be in 1080p or what have you, but a destructive chunk is a destructible chunk regardless of the platform. It's really nice. It means that even if I have an older piece of hardware, I'm not getting downgraded wrecking zone experience. And uh, he also said that thanks to the cloud, there's no technical limits when it comes to the size of the modes map. So th this is pretty cool. Uh, or the number of players that it could support. And that the five versus five uh, basically was a simple design decision, not a limitation decision. Because there's some games where you're limited based, you know, it's like, what, you know, 10 versus 10, 16, 16, 64 people total in a map. You know, we've, we've heard those numbers before. But this was just basically a design, a design decision for them. And uh, uh, furthermore, according to Staten, cost became an issue after a while as running too many Azure servers would be too much cost and not enough benefit. So that's kind of interesting. So every time that you're playing, I guess this mode here, um, you're harnessing the power of 12 Xboxes. Would that be 12 plus years? 12 total, including yours. But still, that's, <laughs> that's uh, quite a bit of power. Uh, number crunching and all that good stuff. And I could see also why they... And this is just my thing here. I'm just thinking about how they folded it just into the wrecking zone experience here. And if it was for the entire game, would that mean that they're just consuming too many Azure resources? And then Azure people are like, oh, no, you don't. You're not using our servers that much. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what this is all about. It'll be interesting to see if it's worth it if it'll be done again if this proves to be if you know this i'll call it an experiment that crackdown's doing if it proves to be good then other games surely are gonna try to do that and i'm sure that microsoft is probably gonna make it a service like hey when you do xbox games you can also leverage the power of azure for everything so um That'll be pretty interesting to check to check out. And then uh, he closed out and he says, cloud destruction took longer than we thought to figure out. Well, yeah, <laughs> apparently. Certainly from a technical point of view, but even after we wrapped our heads around that problem, figuring out what was truly fun, simple lessons we learned, like player count or session length or game rules. All of these things require careful testing. So much about multiplayer gameplay, arena PvP type multiplayer is predictability of cover. Once you start to destroy all geometry in the area, players can no longer rely on that fundamental rule of gameplay. We had to iterate, make mistakes, rebuild, and think about gameplay 
in a different direction. So that's, that's pretty interesting, I guess. Uh, you know, if you can blow up everything, that does change the rules of the game somewhat. But uh, February 15th, coming soon, coming soon to an Xbox and Azure system near you. All right, another thing, this was quite interesting. Um, I don't remember this being posted in any of the groups, but uh, apparently there's a kid in Boston, I believe, that over the course of 13 months racked up $13,000 in charges. That's really crazy. I could see it happening. I mean, the allure of, you know, especially these games where you have all of the cosmetics, you know, like Fortnite, where you have the skins and, you know, updates, loot boxes and all that crazy stuff. It's easy to just keep going. And especially if you're not paying, if there isn't that perceived cost where it's like, it's affecting me, it's coming out of my pocket. I need to pay my rent. You know, if, that is disassociated because it's not your money, it's your parents' money, then, you know, I, I guess they c- this can happen. What was interesting is that uh, the mother and father of this kid think that the charges occurred when their son repeatedly, I say air quotes, repeatedly, um, pressed a button on the controller trying to get into games faster. They think it was unintentional. What? Come on. Really? And uh, the parents thought that they had blocked in-game purchases, but apparently they hadn't. So this kid racked up as much as $300 in, in a day. And wow, that's, that's a lot. But again, you know, depending, I, there's, I haven't seen anything on how old these kids are, but, you know, you keep going, keep buying, it, it all adds up. So up to $300 a day. And uh, the parents say they thought it was under control. And they also missed dozens, probably hundreds of Microsoft receipts, uh, basically emailing the details of the purchases because i mean i i get them i'm sure everybody else does you purchase something on xbox live or in the store and you get emails your transaction details they they come to you in, in, in like minutes if not seconds and uh apparently the parents missed all of these they didn't see the charges or anything on their credit card receipts either after over a year and I mean, how does that happen? I mean, I, I just, I just don't understand. That's how do you just not notice thousands of dollars of charges? And, uh, basically they took it up to Microsoft and, um, Microsoft basically said the Xbox offers tools to limit access of kids accounts. So there's no surprise spending and they're not refunding the money. Wow. But, you know, it's very easy for somebody to just basically say, hey, you know, these were all an accident. Give me a refund. 
you know, buyer's remorse. But I guess Microsoft, at least for the time being, is not refunding anything. It's sort of like, hey, you guys bought it. And I'm curious to see what you guys think. If, uh, you know, do you think that Microsoft should refund the money? Do you think the parents were part of this somehow? It, it just seems crazy. It seems negligent, sort of. Um, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand how it can go up to 13000 before you notice that your kids are dropping all that money. But <laughs> anyway... I thought that was uh, it was quite an interesting story there. Um, another interesting story that I saw was that smart glass is apparently still around. Well, I thought it was kind of gone once the new Xbox apps came to be. But yeah, um, smart glass is still around and it just recently got an update to help sharing of screenshots and videos to social media. So apparently Microsoft has been listening, air quotes again, uh, to people's concerns about how difficult it is to share you know, screenshots, video clips, and it's, it's a pain, definitely. And um, so, but uh, Smart Glass has been updated and now you can share your media from the Xbox One to social networks and your smartphone directly. So basically, you know, you can take a screenshot, share it on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, iMessage, email, Twitter, all that good stuff. So if you do that stuff regularly, you might want to check it out because, like I said, I thought Smart Glass basically was done, but uh, it has a purpose finally. So check it out. And then... Um, this is kind of big news. If you're a game passer, we got a new game dropping in, the, in there and that was Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. And I think a lot of folks can basically say this is probably one of the better Tomb Raider games that have been out in recent years. So this is the original Tomb Raider game that was HD Definitive Editioned for Xbox One and not one of the two subsequent games. So definitely check us out. It's in Game Pass if you haven't played it. Uh, It's a good one. It's definitely a good one. And then this is the one that the movie was sort of based off of. The movie that came out, what, about a year or two ago. But uh, yeah, check it out if you haven't done that yet. And then lastly... You know, Battle Royale is the hot thing right now, at least for a little while longer, probably. And we'll see how long it lasts. But uh, looks like there's a rumor going around that there's a new Battle Royale game through Titanfall coming out. It's called Apex Legends. And there's going to be an imminent announcement for it on Xbox one and PC as early as Monday, February 4th, they might, might announce it. So let's see here. So there was a tweet that said sources who have played and have knowledge of the game confirm 
that Respawn is set to announce and release Apex Legends on Monday, February 4th, a free-to-play Titanfall Hero Battle Royale game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So I guess there's some talk on, you know, what's going on with Respawn. They're working on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Do they have time to actually work on this? We'll see. We'll probably know in 24 hours from when we're recording this whether this thing's going to happen or not. But uh, very interesting. And I'd be curious to see how that works because you're basically what? Robots, big robots, jumping around, shooting each other. Very interesting. So that's about it for the roundtable this time. A couple quick announcements. If you'd like to leave a voicemail for the show, go to thisxboxlife.com, click on the voicemail widget on the right-hand side. On that right-hand side, I guess I, when I do my camera here, if you're looking at the recording, I have to point left for you to see right. So over there. So you point, uh, go to the right-hand side of the screen, click on the voicemail widget. You can record up to 90 seconds. If you need to record longer, you can leave multiples, or you can send an MP3 recording to contact if, at this Xbox Life. And you can also send emails there as well. But uh, I did get a voicemail from Mark. Here it is. Hey, Rob, this is your buddy, Mark. Um, I was just curious what your thoughts are um, on Crackdown 3. Now, this game is supposed to come out in like two weeks. We have yet to see a multiplayer beta. We haven't really seen much marketing or anything going on on it. And I'm just, uh guess I'm a little concerned that uh, about this game. Been worried about it for a long time and two weeks out, we really still don't know much about it and haven't seen that promised multiplayer beta that was due last summer. So I don't know what your thoughts are. I'm a little worried. I hope this game is going to be great. I've been waiting for it for a long time, but I do have concerns. So I'm just curious of your thoughts. Thanks. Thanks, Mark, for uh, sending that in. Miss the sound of your voice on the show. That's for sure. Hopefully uh, you'll come on in what, two, three weeks at least. And, uh, Tell us what you think about your long-anticipated and long-awaited uh, Crackdown 3 game. But, you know, I, I talked about a couple of the things that you mentioned earlier in the show. And, you know, you're right. It's like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, what's going on? What's the big secret? You know, are they just delaying things because they really don't have anything worthwhile to show? Or is it one of those things of where they just want to just have it come out and boom it's it's there it's everything that they promised and it's amazing and they didn't have any spoilers or anything and we're gonna see it's like i said it's it's really surprising that it's just been so quiet so far and that you know media outlets haven't gotten it for you know already and that they haven't posted you know detailed place playthroughs and reviews and you know it's 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 suspicious it's fishy but you know i'm hoping that well let me put it this way i'm hoping mark that it's the game that you wanted it to be (laughs) and that we're just worried about nothing and it's just how they decided to market it but uh we'll know in less than two weeks 
what happened. All righty. And then um, we have a Twitter account. You can go to at this Xbox life, or you can find it on our website, this Xbox forward slash Twitter. And there's a closed Facebook group. And when I say closed, I don't mean that it is closed, but I mean that it is a closed group. It's an open closed group. And which, what a closed group basically means is that uh, all the posts in there can only be seen by other members of the group. It's not open to everybody. So you have to ask for permission, answer the easy questions upon asking for permission there, answer those. They're, uh, it, it should be simple to answer. Just put something. Don't be like those people that don't answer because you don't get in. You don't get access. But uh, we just do that to keep the spammers out and only keep only let the people in that really want to be in there. Because, you know, those spam messages that we all used to get years ago before we closed it up, they were very annoying. They were not not nice. All right. On to this week's retail releases. Okay, Rob, 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 what you got? All right, retail releases for the week of February 5th through the 8th. I uh, got a couple of things. We have Spike Volleyball, Xbox One X Enhanced, Ages of Mages, The Last Keeper. That comes out on the 6th. 39 Days to Mars comes out on the 6th as well. Riot Civil Unrest on the 6th. Salt and Sanctuary, also on the 6th. Hey, another one on the 6th. Access Denied. I was just looking at the picture of it. It's a puzzle game. And then uh, on the 7th, we have Pumped BMX Pro. It's one of those BMX bike games. You're scrolling across the screen. On the 7th, we also have Evil Land Legendary Edition Pipe Push Paradise on the 8th. Away Journey to the Unexpected on the 8th. Well, there's a couple more here on the 8th. Uh, Glass Masquerade. Please don't touch anything. Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game too. And when we say monster, that doesn't mean monsters, but the energy drink. And Dark Quest 2. So there's going to be a whole slew of stuff coming out on Friday of this week. So what is that? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 games coming out this week. But nothing really major. The major stuff is starting next week. And then uh, Games with Gold did a little switcheroo here. When did that switch? That switched on Friday. Yeah, Friday, because that was the first. Uh, we continue the month from last month, middle of January, with WRD6. And then new for February was Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. For Xbox 360 and backwards compatibility, we have Assassin's Creed Rogue, and uh, some discussion on that, I believe in a Facebook group, that it's actually pretty decent. It's one of the, the better Assassin's Creed games. 
And then um, let's see here. A couple quick announcements before we close out the show. If you make any purchases on Amazon, please use our affiliate link. You can find that at the top of the Facebook group or on the website. Just choose UK or US store. I uh, do that each and every time you make your purchases on Amazon. It's a great way to support the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It just takes like one, two seconds to just click on the link and just do that uh, each and every time you make your purchase on Amazon. We get a little finder's fee for sending you their way. It doesn't cost anything extra. I already said that. Also, if you're an iTunes user, another great way to support the show is to give us a five-star rating on the iTunes store. The more people that, I'm sorry, the more five-star ratings that we get, the more we get boosted in the rankings over there, the more people can find out about the show, grow the community. And then also uh, follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. Was it uh, like, subscribe? I forget what they all say. (laughs) At least all the YouTube folks. Smash that like button. All right, and then uh, thanks to Learned Your Lesson uh, for the music. And uh, that's it uh, for the show. All right, folks, uh, my name is Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for joining me yet again for another episode of This Xbox Life. And we'll catch you all next week.